thank you for downloading this podcast from Teacher Magazine. I'm Danielle Malay. Welcome to the first episode of our series on school-based action research, where we chat to teachers on the ground about the process of action research and the impact that it has made in their school. Today, I'm with Mark Sivils from Don College in Tasmania. In 2013, Mark and his colleagues sought to discover whether introducing peer assessment into the school's Year 11 and 12 Foundation Mathematics course could result in improved outcomes and pass rates. Mark Sivils, welcome to Teacher. Oh, thank you very much for having me. What was the situation before you impl- implemented your action research? Okay, well, um, we're a Year 11 12 college and we had seven maths courses um, split across Year 11 and 12. The um, level three and four courses were going very well, but the foundation course, uh, completion rates were quite low, and of those that did complete, the pass rates were quite low. This was back in 2012, we had about a 60% pass rate, and we wanted to do something about it. So we analyzed the results over those few years. Um, we had a completion rate at 77%, pass rate at 60%, and some of the causes we knew about, um, students had generally failed maths at year 10, and in many cases that was their only experience. They weren't very enthusiastic. Um, there were some attendance and behavioral issues. So we took some action in 2013, um, introducing team teaching and some new techniques, and uh, things improved, but we still wanted to do a bit more. Now, can you tell me a little bit about the process you undertook in the action research? Yes, so um, what we did, uh, we had a look at some things that we'd had success with in the higher level maths courses, which was implementing assessment for learning techniques in 2013 and 2014. Um, And what we decided to do was to try it with this uh, foundation course. So we had three classes. Um, In one, the teaching methodology remained the same across the three units. Um, In another class, in the middle unit, the students were introduced to traffic-like self-assessment of their assignments, a peer-checking procedure using a checklist where they gave feedback to one another and then had time to improve their assignments and resubmit it at a second deadline. And we had a third class, and in that middle unit, the students were introduced to the self-assessment, the peer-checking, but they were also given an additional activity where they identified questions that they found difficult and had a go at designing and solving similar questions which they then tested each other on. So they, in effect, became the teachers. You've mentioned double deadlines, and yes. Yes, could you expand on those terms and exactly what it meant for your piece of research? Yes, of course. Uh, so um, the idea with the double deadline is that rather than setting a piece of homework or an assignment and simply saying this is when it's due and then students bring it in, and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, particularly at a foundation level, they often don't or it was incomplete. Um, what we did, um, initially we trialled this at the higher level and then repeated it in the foundation courses, but... Um, We set two deadlines. The first due date had specific things that we needed them to do, usually um, an attempt at each question, um, and we gave them a breakdown of what we expected for that first one. And then the second deadline was the one where they really submitted it when it was expected to be a highly polished piece of work. So it was kind of like a drafting of maths work. So it's not something that usually happens. It might happen a lot in in other kind of humanities subjects, but um, it's something that we were embedding in maths as well. Now, what data and evidence do you have to show the impact that the research has made? Well, in our control group, um, where we didn't use any of different techniques, there was no significant change across the three units. So uh, students, on average, got the same results across those three units. Um, in the partial group, which did the traffic light, the peer checking activities, um, on average, in that middle unit, they improved by 0.3 grades, which was an effect size of 0.38. 
And the group that did the traffic light self-assessment, the peer checking, the designing questions activity as well, had a grade improvement of 0.5 grades, which is an effect size of 0.73. Uh, there's only four grades available, A, B, C, and T, so half a grade was very significant, very much the difference between passing and failing. Um, so that's led us to build those activities um, in from the very start of the year in 2015. Taking, taking the results from this research, yeah. what are the implications for the future? What would you change and what have you learned from it? Well, at the start of, uh, or rather at the end of 2014, um, we um, met together as a team. We had a look at um, the results and then we came back together again at the start of 2015 and agreed to implement these techniques across all units um, so that right from the very beginning, um, these, uh, in particular these three um, activities, the, uh, the traffic lighting, uh, the peer checking activities, and um, the, uh, some version of the students designing questions. We, we had a few ways in the end, different ways of doing that, which um, uh, came out of our meetings at the start of the year. But the idea was that we would have that built into the fabric of our planning. So we looked at our year plan uh, and built that in. We built time in for double deadlines, time in for peer checking, time in for students designing questions and things like that. So are there any plans to bring this form of assessment into other subjects? Well, uh, yes, we've actually, uh, it has uh, taken off quite a bit in other subjects as well. Um, since then, uh, this year, we launched um, teacher learning communities across our whole college. So all teachers are now involved in embedding assessment for learning techniques and the double deadline technique has been quite a popular one, but popular with students as well. Um, students like and appreciate the opportunity to get some feedback on their work, whether it's from the teacher or from a peer, before they have to submit it as uh, finally finished. If you, if you look back now, was there anything that you found difficult in the process? Um, well, the, the process of um, well, one of the most one of the challenging things in, initially was um, would this work? Would this work with um, the foundation students? And uh, that was really how we ended up doing it in uh, three different ways: um, with uh, trying it a little bit, trying it quite a lot, and just not trying it at all. Um, Getting the students to actually do the activities, it turns out, was quite straightforward and easy. Um, that was uh, something we were concerned about. We didn't know whether they would do it or not. Mm -hmm. um, but it turned out that they were quite happy to do it. And in fact, they were very good at doing it. Um, they were quite just as able to do the um, what you would think of as quite high-level um, reflection, analysis, and giving feedback as the more academic students. Finally, what advice would you have for other teachers who are looking to conduct action research in their school? Okay, well, I think it sometimes can be quite hard to isolate the single thing that you want to investigate or check because we're often trying lots of new things at the same time. So um, the biggest piece of advice probably try to create a simple question that you want to answer. And I think ours was probably still a bit too complex, but it was basically can students in foundation maths who've only ever achieved Ds before engage in peer and self-assessment and does it lead to improved outcomes? And we were able to answer those questions yes and yes. Uh, the other thing really is to make sure that you collect baseline data so that you have something to compare it to. Otherwise, it's really hard to interpret. Wonderful. Mark Sibbles, thank you for taking the time to speak to Teacher today. Thank you very much. Great. You've been listening to a podcast from Teacher Magazine. To download all of our podcasts for free, visit acer.ac forward slash teacher iTunes or www.soundcloud.com forward slash teacher hyphen acer. To access the latest teacher articles, videos and infographics, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au.